my final aspect of my Instagram growth strategy that I have been implementing this year, and that is getting off Instagram. What? Wild. (laughs) You might be thinking. (laughs) What I mean by this is people become so consumed by the Instagram platform that they don't realize there's so much else out there that can help you grow on Instagram. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Let me ask you a question. Do you love Instagram or do you lean a little bit towards more of the hate side? (laughs) If you answered more the hate side, don't worry. We've all been there. I think everyone as entrepreneurs will have a moment in their business journey where Instagram becomes a bit of a pain, a bit of a struggle. But for me, this platform has been a huge part of my success today. Which is why in today's episode, I really wanted to talk all about my current Instagram growth strategy and what I'm focusing on the moment with this platform in order to make more conversions, sign more clients for my business. Now, a quick disclaimer before we get into this. By growth, I'm not talking about your follower count. I'm talking about engagement. I'm talking about comments. I'm talking about DMs, profile visits, reach, website clicks, all of those little analytics that get so often underlooked. To me, your follower count is a vanity metric. It's something that makes you feel really good, makes you feel excited. You know, seeing that follower count go up, you feel like you're successful, your business is growing. But the reality is, is you shouldn't be focusing on that. What you really should care about is those sales coming through those inquiries, booking new clients on Instagram. That's the number you should be tracking. That's the number that should be making you feel good. You could have 10,000 followers and not be able to sell a single product because you have a disengaged or uninterested audience. I would much rather have my 3,000 followers who are, you know, trustworthy. They love my stuff. They engage with my content rather than have, say, 10,000 followers who I can't even sell like a $10 t-shirt to. So that's what I really mean by growth. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Now, I've put together four different tips and four aspects of my current social media strategy or Instagram strategy, I should say, that I'm going to be sharing with you today. And I think if you really follow and embrace these four tips, you're going to see a really good difference in your Instagram growth and getting more of those clients through the door, getting more of that cash dollar in the bank account because the cash dollars is what makes the world go round and we need that for our profitable, thriving business. So let's go ahead and dive into the first tip or the first aspect of my strategy that I really wanted to share with you guys today. And that is simply creating high value content that hits home with my ideal audience. So what I mean by this, and there's a reason I've actually put this at at the first sort of step, the first tip, and that's because all other growth techniques are a waste of time and are useless if you don't have good content. 
if you are, say, going viral on Reels or really spreading your Instagram reach, connecting to lots of new people, but you don't have good content for them to discover when they find your profile, then everything, it's, it's just a waste of time. All of that work you're putting into broadcasting and getting your Instagram profile out there is going to be a waste of time because people are going to find your profile and then immediately click off because they're not connecting or engaging with the content. So I want you guys to ask yourself this, what does your follower actually gain from reading or watching or consuming your content on Instagram? What are they learning? Are they being inspired? Are they connecting with you and your story? A big thing for me is obviously I share, you know, social media tips and tricks and business growth tips on my Instagram page. But another big thing for me is just sharing my personal journey because through my sort of deep thinking and analysis of my ideal audience, I know that a lot of them are in the nine to five. Maybe you guys listening are too. I know a lot of these people are in that early, early stage growth period of their business. And I want content that hits home with that, that really sings to them. So a lot of my posts are sharing my business journey. You know, they're a little bit personal. They're talking about how I booked my first client, being an introvert in business, quitting the nine to five, you know, actually describing in my captions the moment where I walked into the office and handed in that little white envelope, little personal moments, little kind of like transformative moments for me in my business that I know my audience is going through as well and I know that they will relate to. And that's what's enabled me to build such a strong relationship with my small but amazing audience on Instagram. Another great example, I posted recently an Instagram reel, which you should definitely go check out. And it is a video of me popping champagne on the Wellington Hills. And in my little text, I mentioned how in March 2019, I booked my first social media client for $200 versus just that month when I was filming that video, I booked my biggest client yet for 1,200 New Zealand dollars per month on a monthly package. So little stories like this, my audience responds to really well. That reel at the moment has over 5,000 views and 200 likes. I got a really great response to it and it's because it hits home. It has high value for my ideal audience. Value doesn't need to mean facts and information. It can also mean stories and, and words of inspiration for your audience. It just has to hit home with them. That's the key thing. That's the important thing. It's time you stopped thinking about yourself and what you want to post on Instagram and put your followers first. Listen to them, you know, engage with them, provide content they want. And this will be a really great turning point with you and your Instagram growth strategy. The content, the high value content is king, or maybe we should say queen in this case, queen. <laughs> content is the queen. <laughs> Moving on to tip number two when it comes to my Instagram growth strategy at the moment and that is utilizing reels. So I just mentioned a reels that I posted recently, the one with the champagne, because we love our bubbles. <laughs> but as I said, this had over 5,000 views. It reached over 5,000 accounts, and I only have 3,000 followers, or I'm about to hit 4,000, which is really exciting. So go follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. But yeah, it's, it's super exciting that with Reels, we have the potential to reach people who have never seen our content before. And it's crazy because before Reels, the only way we could do this on Instagram was by running paid ads. That was the only option to reach new people who had never interacted or, or seen our profile before. We had to pay for that pleasure. And now we get it all for free. How freaking awesome is that? And that's why I'm really encouraging all of my students, all of my social media clients to really jump on reels because they're also super trendy at the moment. Just like with 
Instagram stories, any new feature that uh, Instagram introduces to the app. When it's fresh, when it's new, it's really trying to push that content. You know, Instagram is really trying to pull people away from TikTok and they want to push your reels out to get more views, to get you excited, to get you using Instagram reels and not TikTok, to get people coming to this platform as their preference. So why not take advantage of this really great opportunity that Instagram is literally handing to you on a silver platter being like, hey, would you like to reach a whole, you know, thousands more people for free? Here you go. Here it is. Reels. Do it. Get onto it if you haven't already. And maybe maybe those of you who are a bit camera shy, I know this is a big problem with reels. You know, it takes it a step further rather than just a static image. You have to show up, be a little bit more vulnerable, show some more personality. So if you are feeling shy, I'd really encourage you to just start filming some reels for yourself. You don't have to post them yet, but just to build up your confidence. I find this is the best method. And yeah, have fun with reels. You know, really embrace this and reach some new people. And of course, like I said in tip number one, you're making these reels really high value, just like the rest of your content on Instagram. So jump on trends, utilize, you know, trendy music, trendy audio, all these different things, but put your spin on it and make sure it relates and syncs home to your ideal audience and you're really drawing those people in. And for me, Reels has been fantastic in in getting kind of like this consistent trickle of new followers coming through, which has been really nice. Moving on to number three, this is another really important part of my Instagram growth strategy. And this next tip is really for growing the engagement with the followers you already have. Like Reels is obviously all about, you know, reaching new people and also, you know, growing the relationship with your existing followers. But this next one, it's all about direct messages, DMs, utilizing the DMs for all of the amazing opportunities that they have for us and all of the potential to book some juicy new paid clients. So what do I mean by utilizing your DMs? Well, first of all, the way the Instagram algorithm works is your followers who are most engaged with you, the ones who are replying to stories, sending you DMs, liking your posts, commenting your posts, they're going to see your content first. You're going to get pushed to the top of their feed. All your posts will show up first and Ultimately, you know, that exposure is is what's going to lead to more sales. You know, if someone's seeing your content all the time and then you launch a new course or a new offer and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to buy this straight away because they've already, you know, been seeing your content all the time. They're going to see your new offer or service. So that's really important, you know, having that engagement level so your posts are taking priority in the algorithm. But the other really cool thing with Instagram DMs is It's just a really nice place to have a conversation with someone. And recently I relaunched my group coaching program, The Dishing Up Digital School, which is a program all for newbie and aspiring social media managers to help them kickstart their business. And I booked almost every single client or student, I should say, through direct messages. And it's through that really personal interaction, that one-on-one messaging backwards and forth, that you can really get to know someone, make them feel really special, and ultimately book them as a client or a student or get them signed up for your services. So my technique was really to use Instagram polls to see who was interested in the course and then approach them via the DMs for those who had voted in the polls. And it was a really effective method for me in terms of converting. You know, I could send voice notes. I could answer people's questions really quickly. I could get people who were maybe on the fence about the program suddenly across the line, handing over their credit card and signing up. 
And then, of course, the added bonus is now that we've been having all of these conversations on direct messages, my posts are going to be coming up to the top of their feed. (laughs) So it really is a win-win in terms of building a genuine relationship and connection with your audience via personal messages. And also, it's a really great way to just get exposure and make sure your, your followers are actually seeing your posts, which is a big struggle with Instagram. If you actually look at your insights for a post, you'll see the percentage of people that actually see your posts versus how many actually follow you. You know, you can see your post maybe only reached 800 to 1,000 people, but you have 3,000, 4,000 followers. You will always have this sort of this shortage. You know, you're not going to reach everyone in your, in your follower account. But by utilizing our DMs, we are increasing the odds of this. And we like that idea. We like to increase the odds. One thing I will say about direct messaging, just to wrap things up, is don't be super spammy about it. I get messages every day from people sort of sending me things like, oh, hey, Ellen, I've just discovered your account. It's amazing. You know, when did you first start your business or what services do you offer? And it comes across super spammy because if you actually looked at any of my content, you would see when I started my business. I talk about it quite a lot. So they haven't actually genuinely engaged with my content. They're purely in my DMs trying to get a follower out of me. You know, they don't have any genuine interest in me. And this is a very common Instagram tactic that people are using a lot these days. You know, this kind of cold calling method through the DMs. And I just personally want to say this has never worked on me. I've never had someone who sent me a cold DM and I've just been like, oh, I love your content. Like, let me sign up for your course or program or whatever it may be. This doesn't really work. And it's also a huge amount of time that you are spending sending these cold, distant cold messages. (laughs) And for me, that time is so much better spent um, building those genuine connections with your existing followers, you know, connecting with them. If someone leaves a comment on your post, you could send them a direct message being like, hey, I saw your comment on my post. I always see your, your username popping up. And I just wanted to say thank you so much because I genuinely love uh, this platform and you have enabled me to turn this into a business or, or something along those lines, you know, be genuine about it. Don't be spammy. And that's a really nice way to connect to your existing followers. And maybe if there's an influencer, uh, industry leader out there who you genuinely love and you want to send a message to and try and connect with, go for it. But what I'm saying is come from a genuine place. Don't send these spammy copy and paste messages through to like 100 people's different DMs. It's annoying. I don't know if this is controversial to say, but I'm putting it out there on my podcast. I feel so official with like my microphone spouting all of my like Instagram advice, but hopefully this is helpful. If you guys are loving this episode so far, do make sure you rate uh, the podcast on Apple iTunes. It really helps me out. And if you are listening, make sure you take a little screenshot, post it on your stories and tag me because I would love to repost you. We're talking all about Instagram growth in this episode. So it's very relevant. Great to get exposure to new audiences. So let's, you know, let's collaborate. Let's share the, share the love, share the content. But anyway, we are going to wrap this up now with our final tip, my final aspect of my Instagram growth strategy that I have been implementing this year. And that is getting off Instagram. What? Wild. <laughs> you might be thinking. <laughs> what I mean by this is people become so consumed 
by the Instagram platform that they don't realize there's so much else out there that can help you grow on Instagram. Now, let me explain this a little bit better. Instagram as an app doesn't have a great search function. Sure, we now have the Reels Explore page, we have hashtags, but it's not somewhere people come necessarily to search certain topics or it's not where the majority of people come uh, or go to, sorry. When you want to know how to cut your hair at home, when you want to know how to adjust your, I don't know, your denim jeans, when you want to know how to start a YouTube channel or start a social media business or any of these kind of like how-to things, you go to YouTube, you go to Google. These are the places where people go to search for information. And because of that, there's so much more power or so much more potential to be discovered on these platforms. So if you have a blog and you are, you know, getting that all all the SEO optimized and making sure it's got lots of fantastic trendy topics on there, you're going to be showing up in Google search. So if I did a blog post that was all about how to become a social media manager, ideally when people pump that into Google, they'll discover it. Or for me, my platform of choice is YouTube. YouTube has actually been an incredible part of my Instagram growth. And it's because people are searching for topics surrounding social media, you know, Instagram growth, how to use hashtags. And they search for that on YouTube and my video pops up. And it's also these platforms really feed into each other because people find me on YouTube. They like my content. So they're like, oh, I want to know more about this chick. Jump into the description box. Boom. There's my Instagram link. Very important if you are using these other platforms, if you have a website, make sure your Instagram is right there, hyperlinked, ready for people to click on. But these people jump over from my YouTube discovering me there and they come follow me on Instagram because they want to know more about me. They, they want to learn more about my business. And then I can feed people back to my YouTube videos from Instagram. You know, I can be like, hey, there's a new video out, go check it. And this is a really fantastic strategy for both platforms. Like I said, they really do feed into each other. But my point is, is if you don't have some sort of other platform that's helping you feed Instagram traffic, this can be really difficult to grow. And I really like the exposure that I can get on YouTube. You know, I have videos about social media that are up in the tens of thousands of views. And that's nothing like I would get from a hashtag on Instagram. You know, it just doesn't happen. And Instagram is doing a lot of things recently to improve their SEO, to improve their search. You know, there's all of this alt text going on at the moment, which, you know, I can always do a future episode on. So maybe at some point in the future, you know, our Instagram posts are going to start coming up in Google search, you know, right up there at the top on the first few pages. But at the moment, it's not a huge thing. And I really like to kind of diversify where my audience is coming from and still using Instagram to sell my services, but making sure it's not my only platform. Now, if you're just starting out and maybe starting a YouTube channel or a podcast or a blog seems super overwhelming to you, there's some other things you can do when I say to get off Instagram to grow on Instagram. It's quite a funny saying, <laughs> get off Instagram to grow on Instagram. It sounds counterintuitive, but trust me it works. And so the other thing you can do if you don't want to start a YouTube channel or a blog is go to networking events, go to conferences. I cannot tell you the amount of followers that I get from these sorts of events. And it's almost like your Instagram handle is the new business card. You know, you walk around the room, you introduce yourself to new people. And, you know, instead of asking for their business card, you ask them what their Instagram handle is. And you kind of all like meet, connect and follow each other. 
And it's a really, really cool thing to do because obviously as a social media manager, my my business is online. Very much everything I do is online. You know, I'm sitting here in an office by myself recording this episode <laughs> and this is the reality of my work life. And it's really nice to just break out of that bubble and, and meet real humans in person. I know, wild totally crazy concept. But the really cool thing about this is when you meet someone in person, you create much more of a connection with them. You remember them a lot more than you would say just discovering somebody's Instagram profile. It's more memorable to see someone in person, to have a genuine conversation with them and then follow them on Instagram and then continue to follow their work. And I have had so many clients and students in my courses who I've met at networking events. And sometimes it doesn't convert straight away. You know, it's not like they meet me in the very next day, they book my services. Sometimes and in one situation, I met someone a year and a half, like right at the beginning of my business, I met her a year and a half later was when she actually finally invested and did a one on um, one on one coaching sort of audit service with me, which was really awesome. So it is a bit of a long game. Sometimes <laughs> not everyone's going to sign up straight away. But what I'm saying here is it's just a really great way to build a stronger connection with people. And I would highly encourage you to, after you finish listening to this episode, jump on Google, have a little bit of a search around and see what you can find in your local area in terms of networking events. And I am an introvert, so I feel you if you're sitting here being like, oh my God, that sounds terrifying. I have been in your shoes and I have done it. Trust me. You just got to put on a pretty outfit, do your hair and makeup, hype yourself up and walk into that room. Like I said, it's been so helpful for my business and I have absolutely no regrets the little introvert inside of me is so proud <laughs> every time I go to a networking event. And some of the events I go to actually are quite different. They've got quite a different audience. Um, one of the local ones I go to here in Wellington is definitely like an older audience. There's a lot of people who don't use social media at all. It's a very different kind of crowd that I'm, I'm used to, you know. I'm very much living in this online world with a lot of overseas uh, businesses and business owners. So it's nice to come to these uh, networking events and just meet different people that I wouldn't normally meet or come across on the internet. So yeah, those are my four tips for improving Instagram growth right now. Those are the four strategies or four little tidbits that I am using and implementing at the moment. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Let's just do a little recap of what we've learned. So tip number one was creating high value content that connects or hits home with your ideal audience. You know, asking yourself what your follower wants, what they are going to gain from reading your content. Uh, the next step was utilizing Instagram Reels, getting that exposure, getting your content onto pages and people's feeds who never would have discovered you before. It's a fantastic opportunity. Jump on it. If you make your first Reel, send me a DM. Let me know how it's gone. Tip number three, utilizing your direct messages, using them to build engagement, get your posts ranking higher in the algorithm but also just to create more of a connection with your audience and help boost those sales. And finally, tip number four was to grow on Instagram by getting off Instagram, trying some new platforms, trying to meet people in person. So that's pretty much it for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dishing Up Digital podcast. Do make sure you are rating it, giving it those reviews, all of that good stuff, because it really helps me out in terms of exposing this podcast to even more people. 
And like I said earlier, if you have enjoyed this episode, do share a snippet or a screenshot on your Instagram stories. Slide into my DMs. Let's chat. Let's talk about social media. And yeah, my Instagram is at Alan McKenzie. Alan with an E for those of you who can't understand my Kiwi accent. We pronounce E's very weird. I apologize. (laughs) Alan McKenzie, E-L-L-E-N-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-E. And I will see you around.